Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Simone Riscala, and you are listening to the Endow Podcast, a conversation not just about the feminine genius in general, but about cultivating your particular feminine genius through the Catholic intellectual tradition and intentional community. Hello, Endow ladies and friends. I'm back with Laura Zambrana, our director of content, to talk about why study church documents. Laura, welcome back. Great to be here. All right. Well, our mission is to call women together to study important documents of the Catholic Church. That also includes the writings of the saints, especially John Paul II, our touchstone saint and thinker, as well as the female saints and doctors of the church, but certainly not limited to them. But Laura, we largely call women together to study church documents. So I'm going to begin by asking you, what reading church documents has meant for you? Reading church documents um, for me has helped me cultivate, has helped me give language. It's created, sorry, it's created language for me and frameworks for me that I would not have had before. Um, for example, when John Paul II starts in his letter to women saying, thank you, thank you, women, who, you know, the, his long litany of thank yous, if you will, hearing the church through John Paul II say thank you is, gives you a framework, like a whole different, a whole different concept of the papacy, the papacy yeah. and the Pope and all, it, it feels very far away from my daily life, very far away from um, life in America for for women, and then all of a sudden, John Paul through those words breaks, you know, kind of breaks the barrier and comes right into your into your own mind. So, studying church documents has helped me think with the mind of the church, um, and kind of given me, giving me new language, new ideas, new ways to think about things that just wouldn't have had, I wouldn't have had before. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think for those who are faithful podcast listeners, you've seen that in the last year, all of the interviews have been tied to a person whose life changed from reading a church document. It doesn't have to be a church document in our curriculum, Mm -hmm. but it just has to be a church document that was a game changer for them. So that's if our, you know, our mission is, is calling women together to, to study church documents. So the podcast is now focused on people whose lives have been transformed from reading church documents. And that's our hope in your endow groups is that your life is changed, not just intellectually, as you you mentioned, giving you an articulation of the faith, um, but then your life actually changing. Uh, For me, oh my goodness, uh, Deus Caritas S, life-changing. Pope Benedict also happens to be in our curriculum. Um, laborum exertions, which is John Paul II's uh, document on on work and labor. I, I remember reading that in graduate school, and it had the exact experience that you're talking about. Where I thought all these categories are being blown up, <laughs> being blown open for me. Um, and then we mentioned this in last week's episode that there's a prophetic value to the documents, meaning they're speaking directly to you. And that's a, and that's a language that John Paul II uses in Letter to Women. He says, "I want to speak directly to the heart of every woman." But the, but the documents are all speaking directly to the heart of every Christian, mm-hmm. um, every every person in, in a way. Um, and that uh, that in reading them again, it's it's something that is dynamic. And I think Terry Polakovic, one of the founders of Endow, she was on EWTN recently ish, 
And she said she was quoting somebody else who she couldn't remember what the quote was, but I thought it was so perfect and something that I've thought about a lot, which is that if you want to understand, truly understand what's going on in the culture, read a church document, because that is the prophetic voice of the church commenting on how the gospel is supposed to be infiltrating our cultural problems here and now. Yeah, so, I just made a note, a note when you were talking, Simone, that um that it makes this like too obvious, but that doc that the documents were written in order to be read. <laughs> like that's why we read church documents, because they weren't written down to just hang out on Vatican.va. Yeah. They were actually written to be read. You know, so they're yeah. that's why we read them because they're meant they're meant to be alive. You know, these are not these are not academic texts that are just meant for an academic conference over in Berlin. These are actually like texts that are meant to be part of the conversation of the church. And I think too often um, American Catholics in particular can get into a very like top down mentality of the church. The church says this, we do that, move on. Whereas the documents themselves are a testament to that thinking with the heart, thinking with the mind of the church. We are the church like that, yeah. that every woman and man are meant to make the church alive in their unique sphere in the world. Right. So how can you make the church alive in your sphere if you don't know what the church is thinking about? Yeah. And, and how, versa, and that you, it's not just like, oh, it's written down. So it, you know, I always think of uh, the King and I, like the King and I, I don't know. No, in the Ten Commandments, uh, Yule Brenner, like thus it is written, thus it is so, you know? Mm-hmm. And we're done you know like that's not that's not catholic ecclesiology it's not it's not like it's written to just so move on these are living dynamic principles even the principles that are unchanging like the trinity like the incarnation even those things become new and different with each person who you talk to like you have to explain to them all over again you know the gospel being every ever ancient ever new i think about like my kids encountering you know christ for the first time and that's like yeah. a new moment. Like it's still Jesus. He has not changed. Truth, truth does not change, but the application of it does. The new moment of it does. And so yeah. we have to, it's not like, I get frustrated that sometimes it seems like people are like, well, I'm not actually that intellectual. I'm not into that. That's not my thing. That's too hard. Who am I? You know, I'm not a theologian, whatever. Everybody is meant to like portray the gospel in their unique sphere. So like you need to know the scriptures and you need to know the church that gave you those scriptures and how she thinks and how the the, the different emphases that you see. And what's so cool about the last hundred years or so of the popes and the church documents that they really are particularly written for the lay people. Yeah. Really like the, you know, when, um, when Paul, is it? Yeah. It's Paul the six in his address, the close of, Vatican too, like he is calling like every woman of the universe, you know, like I love that mm-hmm. and that call and like, it's up to us to answer that call. And if we don't actually know our churches, the, the sound of the church's writings, um, how can we carry that on ourselves? Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you brought up Paul, the sixth document because, well, yeah, it's just such a great document that he addresses all the women of the universe, uh, Christian or not, believing or not. Um, and how many women, how many Catholic women don't even know that that message from Paul VI galvanizing them 
to make what he what he said the truth accessible and tender how many how many catholic women have ever even read that or even know that it exists but that's why endow exists and i want to keep this podcast short but you know that's why endow exists is to make the church's voice those documents accessible because it's not likely it's not likely that you're going to go to vatican.va and print the document yes some will but most won't and it is more easily digested and meditated on it becomes kind of a contemplative action when digested in a group of friends who want to look at the text together it's a very christian thing the other thing i want to say uh before i get to my to the to our last point is that uh, that endow has juridic personhood in canon law so it takes we take our apostle very seriously and that we are the study guides and the commentaries are by writers who understand that this isn't our interpretation of the text. It is, but it's not our interpretation to the extent that it in any way betrays uh, traditional doctrine and dogma and the church's own voice. We want as best as possible transmit her voice, uh, the church's prophetic voice to all women. Uh, who encounter it. So last point uh, is, you know, some, some people will say, and I, I kind of hesitate to bring this up, but like, why not just study the Bible? So mm-hmm. Laura, give me, give me two minutes, just two minutes of your thought on that. Um, I think that studying the Bible should be assumed that it's part of your daily life as a Christian. Um, and if it's not just, you can start today with three minutes every day, something from the Bible. So I think knowing the Bible is, is the, it is the, the lifeblood of the Christian life. If you want to know how to, if you want to know Jesus, you got to read the Bible. So to me, that's like, it's a, a assumption perhaps that we make too, a, too much of an assumption and doubt, but it really should be part of your daily life and knowing scripture, you're going to want to make it come alive in 2023. Um, and so part of making it alive is reading the documents that are about today here and now and the documents you'll notice have a ton of scriptural references the documents in some way really are a scriptural exegesis on the science of the times again they're they're not being written in a vacuum they're being written in response to a certain cultural moment and then they're using scripture to understand things. And then they're using philosophy to even apply it even further. So to me, it's much, it's not like scripture or in, or in doubt. It's actually always a both are going together. Yeah. A- amen to that. It's, it's, a, it's another way to study and examine the scriptures. And like you said, they're all biblically based. The footnotes for all these church documents. I mean, you said it perfectly. I don't need to step on your point. So anyways, ladies and friends, this is why we study church documents. It has everything to do with your real life here and now. And we hope that you join us for a Why We Endow event um, and seriously consider hosting. If this episode was helpful for you, please consider sharing it with a friend or two. We would also appreciate it so much if you left a rating and review so that more women can discover Endow and our mission to help women cultivate their unique feminine genius. Please also check out the link below to learn how to become a monthly donor to help defray podcast production costs. And of course, if you'd like to talk to me about joining or starting your own Endow group, 
please email me at simone.rascala at endowgroups.org. And remember, you are the heart of Endow.